C-Jam is a station that is user-friendly. Programs that are for folks like you and me. Broadcast in the Windsor and Detroit locality. It's all about community. C-Jam 99.1 FM. Redefining radio in the Windsor, Detroit area. Y'all tune in now, you hear? Woo! CJAM Radio 99.1 FM. We are now reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. You're tuned in to Wind City Sports with Drake Moore, your host as always. It is February 16th, 2017. Wind City Sports is here every Thursday on CJAM at 8 p.m. Uh, replays on Wednesdays at 4.30 p.m. And you can hear all of our archive shows on cjam.ca or soundcloud.com. I'll be talking about that at the end of the show as always. We also have a Facebook and Twitter account that you can easily find by searching Wind City Sports. We'll talk about that as well at the end of the program. We have a lot of things in Windsor in regards to sports going on uh, right now, tomorrow, uh, this weekend, this past week, and, and upcoming. So we have a lot of things to talk about. Windsor Spitfires are playing the Sarnia Sting right now over at the WFCU Center. And the Windsor Express will be playing tomorrow at the WFCU Center. We'll be talking about them and uh, some news in regards to the basketball team. We also have a lot of news in regards to the Windsor Lancers uh, sports teams, but first I'm going to announce, like we usually do at the beginning of the show, we're going to announce our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week. Congratulations to men's basketball player Mike Roca and Sarah Mitten of the track and field team. Uh, I called it last week, I said that Mike was going to be one of the Athletes of the Week after his outstanding performance at the Clash of the Coliseum game, uh, winning the game with just the final seconds with a half-court three, three-point shot. He was on Wind City Sports uh, two or three weeks ago. Great interview with him if you want to go back and listen to that. Uh, so congratulations to him. Let's see what it has to say here about both individuals. This is from golancers.ca. Not only did Roca combine for 39 points, 17 rebounds, 12 assists, and 6 steals in the Lancers' two games this past week, he made the shot of his life on Wednesday night, uh, last Wednesday night, the 8th, when Windsor edged Waterloo 89-86 to at the Clash of the Coliseum over at Caesars Palace. With the game tied, with just seconds left, Mike threw up a half-court buzzer beater to lift the Lancers to victory. And on the other side of things, Sarah Mitten had an outstanding meet at the Team Challenge this past weekend. Named Female Athlete of the Meet, she was placed first in the women's shot put with a throw of 16.14 meters, setting a new Lancer record by 39 centimeters. 
She continues to be ranked first in Canada for the event and has also placed second in the women's weight throw with a toss of 16.49 meters and is ranked fifth in the entire country. So congratulations to both of them on becoming our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Weeks, and uh, it's due to all their accomplishments, obviously. Um, Sarah being one of the best uh, track and field players in the entire country based on uh, the OUA. And Mike, as I mentioned time and time before here on the show, just that outstanding uh, buzzer beater win. If you didn't see the video of that, Google it or try and find it on it is on my uh, the Wind City Sports Twitter. If you want to take a look at that or the Windsor Lancers Twitter, uh, it's a great video of him just draining that three point uh, half court shot and the team just rushing him to celebrate. So congratulations again to the both of them on becoming the Lancers Athletes of the Week. But in regards to today's show, our guest is going to be Darren Banks, former NHL player of the Boston Bruins. He is a Windsor native who now owns a restaurant and hotel in Las Vegas called The D. So we're going to be talking to him. He's going to be joining me on the phone very briefly. But first, we're going to have to hear a PSA from C-Jam here. It's what keeps us alive at C-Jam to be continuing to do things like Wind City Sports, among other shows. We have a lot of spoken word shows and music shows. Uh, If you haven't checked out the roundtable yet, it is specifically tailored to uh, Windsor Lancers athletes and entrepreneurs and whatnot. He plays on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. right before the Wind City Sports replay. So check that out if you're interested. But if it wasn't for these PSAs, we wouldn't be able to do things like this, like bringing you an interview with a former NHL player, Darren Banks. So as soon as this ad is finished, we will be back here with Darren Banks on Wind City Sports. Don't go anywhere. This is your commuter on Saturday, February 18th. Test your investigative skills at the Murder Mystery Dinner, Murder at the Sawcop. For $30, travel back to the 1950s and enjoy a chicken and pasta dinner. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit ctmhv.com. Also on Saturday, the Chimsic Museum is celebrating their one-year anniversary by opening three new exhibits. Road to Freedom in the Civil War, the Windsor Spitfires in Jersey's, and fakes and forgeries yesterday and today a traveling exhibit from the royal ontario museum admission is free all day with guided tours of the new exhibits check out museumwindsor.ca for more information this has been your community calendar only on cjam 99.1 fm so today my guest is darren banks former boston bruin and longtime Windsorite, obviously. Uh, we're going to be talking to him about his career and among other things. How are you doing today, Darren? I am awesome. How are you? Good, man. Uh, so, like I said, we just want to do a little background on yourself, talk about your hockey career. But uh, you're from Windsor, correct? Yes, I am. Yes. I was doing some research on you and just said, you know, born in Toronto. So sometimes you can't always trust all these things that you read on the Internet. We're going to clarify some things here, but... Can you just tell us about uh, your hockey career, how you first started playing, and how you got into it? Well, uh grew up over in the West End. Uh, my mother taught me how to skate when I was three, and they used to flood the park, so that's where I learned to skate. I learned to skate in a rink, so I skated out in the park in the wintertime. And one of our neighborhood kids was playing hockey, and his mother talked my parents into me playing hockey when I was, I think when I was seven, seven or eight. And that's how that's how I got into hockey. So I had to thank the Pickersgill family for for that. Mostly, you know, influencing my mother into hockey because my father had never played hockey, never even seen it really. Yeah, 
That's a pretty uh, typical way of getting into it around here. That's why I always like to ask. You know, everyone has a different story. Uh, a lot of people, like obviously being in Windsor and in Canada, just throw their kids into hockey, right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so you started playing at the minor leagues. You made it all the way to the NHL. Can you tell us about that experience? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I kind of went the long route. You know, I played junior, I played college, and fortunately, I was in. Uh, I got a shot in the I or. God, I think it was the East Coast League back then in Knoxville, Tennessee in 1989 and was saw somehow Calgary seen me playing and signed me for a three-year contract that year. So that kind of started me off and played in Salt Lake and you know, I went to camp in Calgary for two years. And then finally I signed with the Bruins after my stint with Calgary. Awesome. Uh, I'm sure that's a humbling experience just to be you know, offered a contract yeah, I mean, he offered, you know, all of a sudden someone's really going to pay you to play hockey. You know, yeah. you're making a little bit of money, but now you're actually going to make some money that you can live on. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was, you know, astonished. I was shocked. Um, you know, you're not expecting it, so, you know, you're hoping. And uh, hopefully I can make a career of it. That's all you're hoping for. Mm-hmm. And then from there, like, um, you know, I was looking up your your stats and whatnot, and you have a lot of ties to Detroit. You ended up playing for the Falcons and the Vipers and even coaching a little bit. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, can you just tell us about that experience? How did you end up getting into Detroit and uh, and coaching? Uh, well, I mean, I played for the Detroit Vipers for three years, so I made a lot of ties, you know, with people in Detroit, and got the opportunity to get a coaching job with a team. And the league didn't last very long; that's why the coaching career was kind of short. Okay, but I was a player coach for a team in De- for the team in Detroit, the Falcons, for a little bit. So that was a start, and I didn't know if I was going to stick with coaching or whatever. And I just, uh, you know, kept playing, and and then finally it was just time to retire. I just, you know, hung him up one day. So you were playing and coaching at the same time? Yeah, playing and coaching. It wasn't really, you know, the coach would just asked me okay. advice. It wasn't like I was really oh, coaching, okay. but that was, it was a title. That was the league around the time of the lockout, like oh four oh five, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember that. I remember seeing commercials, kind of like a alternative, since there was no hockey. Um, yeah. So we're talking about, you know, your ties to Detroit, and Windsor, actually, I want to bring this up really quickly. About a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed Norm Rivard. Uh, he's a karate guy around here. Do you remember him? Yeah, I went to high school with him. Oh, is, is that how you know him? Okay, because I remember we were just talking off air and your name came up. I couldn't remember uh, uh, what he mentioned. Um, did you train with him at all? No. Oh, no. no I, didn't even, I don't even know. He might have been in a karate when we were younger, but I don't remember. Uh, but I didn't know him as that. I knew him later on Okay. that he was a karate guy. Okay. Because, uh, like I said, he uh, he mentioned it, but I couldn't remember. I thought maybe you went to train to kind of help you transition in, onto the ice, which some people do. Um, yeah, I took. I actually boxed uh, with Gronk oh, yeah. Boxing in 97, which it helped. Though. You learn some things. Uh, you can't apply a lot of it. No. But you learn You learn some things. Yeah, the stability and just, you know, the, the athleticism involved in it, it could help. We had Spitfires coming into the gyms here in Windsor and, you know. They all like to try and dabble in little things like that. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking like, training. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about uh, Detroit and Windsor. Uh, obviously, just recently, the passing of Mike Illich has uh, been in the news a lot, and a lot of people telling stories. Have you ever had a chance to meet him? Oh, I met him several times. Yeah. He was a great man. I mean, a great ambassador to hockey. I mean, and not just hockey, to the city of Detroit. I mean, he's made so many changes. What Detroit looks like today is because of Mike Illich, you know, the downtown area. The sporting with the Tigers and the, you know, just the whole 
everything with sports happening downtown and people having jobs down there, Mike Gillis uh, is the person you could th- a lot of people could thank. Mm-hmm. Did you have any uh, experiences with him? Like any stories you can tell? No, not really. I just met him, you know, yeah. a few times. He knew who I was, so it wasn't. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, now I'm a Detroit Red Wing alumni. I have been since I retired, so uh, you know, he would know of you, but he, you know, he didn't know me that well. Mm-hmm. I just thought maybe with uh, your business career, we're going to be talking about in a moment here. Um, obviously, for those who don't know, he, uh, Darren owns the D in Las Vegas, a hotel restaurant. Uh, obviously, has a lot of Detroit inspiration. So that's why I thought maybe with working in Detroit and whatnot, you might have uh, crossed paths with him a lot more. Uh, no, well, his wife actually owns Motor City, so he's in you know in that casino business. He's not allowed to be in the business with owning a sports franchise. So okay. we're uh, I, we have a lot of lot of people in Detroit that come out and we advertise in Detroit mm-hmm. for Vegas. So, did you choose to to model it after Detroit just because of the influence you had in there or the the liking you took to it? No, it's it's actually believe it or not, we're not really modeled behind Detroit except for you wouldn't know we had anything to do with Detroit except for American Coney Islands in our place, mm-hmm. which is downtown, and then Andiamo's. Uh, which is a well-known restaurant in Detroit, and we have one of those in our place. So that's the only Detroit so-called flavor in our building. Okay. I was under the impression that it was kind of, you know, taken after Detroit. Like I said, you have a restaurant and hotel in Las Vegas, former hockey player. What are your thoughts on Las Vegas being added to the NHL with the Las Vegas Golden Knights? Oh, it's a great. It's going to be a great addition. I mean, with the hockey, I mean, one thing you got to realize is most people that live in Vegas aren't from there, so they are from New York, so they're going to want to see the Rangers and the Devils mm-hmm. or the Edmonton Oil. You know, there's a lot of people that are not from Vegas, so they're going to want to see their hometown teams from where they're from playing in Vegas. And, I mean, it's a great venue. I mean, I've been in the building now probably 10, 15 times already, and it's a, there's not a bad seat in the building. Uh, someone mentioned to me, like, you know, why would they put a team in, in Las Vegas? Like, who's going to go see it? And I'm like, there's tourists there consistently, and, and it's just a central traveling point. People are going to be traveling to those games, I think, like crazy. Anyone, you know, from Canada or around there that uh, travels there is probably going to want to go see a hockey game if it's available. Yeah, I mean, it'll be another attraction in Vegas that you mm-hmm. can go see at a reasonable price, you know, you're not like going to Toronto and paying 500 for a ticket. Exactly. Yeah. So you can afford to go watch hockey, see your favorite team. Um, maybe your Vegas is going to be your favorite team. You never know. But uh, Vegas can have a lot of players that have played. You know, there won't be a lot of rookies to start off. So there'll be a lot of known players on the team when they start. Cool. All right. So we're going to be in the wrap things up here. Uh, as I'm speaking to you right now, you said you're traveling in your car to Detroit. Um, or sorry, to Michigan. Uh, what brings you to Michigan? You're still doing some work there? Uh, well, I'm doing a little snowmobiling today, and then uh, I play the Red Wing alumni. We play up in St. Ignace every year, so I'm playing a game there tomorrow. Right on, cool. All right, so I was just you know kind of curious. Uh, like you said, you're traveling to Michigan, wondering what was going on. Uh, thanks again for taking the time to do this, and safe travels, man. All right, thank you very much. Okay, we are back here on Wind City Sports. 
going to begin breaking down some local news in regards to all of our sports teams, kicking things off with the Windsor Spitfires. Uh, if you're a Windsor Spitfire season ticket holder, uh, this Monday is Family Day, February 20th, and the Spitfires are holding an event from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. with an all-ages skate with the Spits. Meet the players, get autographs, and take photos with your favorite Spitfire players. And you can also be part of the official 2016-2017 team photo. All of the details can be found on windsorspitfires.com. As mentioned last week, there is a game this Saturday, February 18th, honoring our captain forever, Mickey Reno. And there is a free shuttle going to the game from both Devonshire Mall and Tecumseh Mall. Shuttle times could also be found on the windsorspitfires.com. Parking can sometimes be an issue, so take a free shuttle out to the game against the Guelph Storm this Saturday, February 18th. And as mentioned at the beginning of the show, they are playing right now over at the WSU Center, battling the Sarnia Sting. Spitfire is looking to create some more offensive magic as a lot of their outstanding players are out with injuries right now, which is very critical to the team approaching the playoffs and the Memorial Cup. Aside from the game on Saturday, they will be returning home next Thursday, February 23rd, against the Saginaw Spirit. The Windsor Express are also going to be on a short stretch of home games. Tomorrow, they kick things off playing at the WFCU Center against Cape Brenton Highlanders. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. From there, they are going to be playing again at the WFCU Center this Sunday, February 19th at 2 p.m. against the Niagara River Lions. With a special family day offer, all tickets are buy one, get one free for that game. Then from there, they will be battling again the Niagara River Lions at the WFCU Center on Saturday, February 25th. So the next few days is going to be a little crazy over the WFCU Center. Right now we have the Spitfire game, as mentioned. Tomorrow, the Windsor Express. And then again on Saturday, uh, the Spitfire is returning just for the Express to be returning again on Sunday. So we have uh, alternating games. We have hockey, basketball, hockey, basketball over the next four days here in Windsor. As mentioned on the show before, the Windsor TFC ran their under-12 clinic uh, this past weekend and was run successfully. Uh, the Windsor TFC want to send out a special thanks to John Mondino and Michael Stefano of the Toronto FC for coming down to help run this event and also in partnership with the LaSalle Stompers Soccer Club for sharing their time over at the Novelletto Center. They have now scheduled another clinic for coaches and parents, which will be taking place on February 25th. More details can be found on their website or their Facebook search, Windsor TFC. Also, congratulations to Windsor TFC Westby Award nominees, Kyle Vizarakis and Kelso Carapo. So I'll have to keep an eye out for uh, the announcement of the winners of those awards. Moving on to some Windsor Lancer sports news, the University of Windsor is going to be looking for a new men's soccer coach as head coach Steve Hart has decided to step down. He was coaching both the women's and men's teams, and he now is going to be just coaching the women's teams, but still director of operations for both men's and women's teams. Uh, he said it was a tough decision, but it needed to be done. This may create an opportunity from someone from the Windsor TFC or their, uh, their associated and affiliated groups. And now we just have Windsor Lancer sports announcements in regards to upcoming events and games. Tomorrow at the St. Dennis Center, the women's volleyball team is going to be taking on the Toronto Varsity Blues. Game time is 6 p.m., and then the men's teams face off at 8 p.m. While this is going on, the men's hockey team is going to be playing the Laurier Golden Hawks over at South Windsor Arena at 7.30 p.m. While the curling team is going to be in Oshawa over the weekend, we have 
basketball action over at the St. Dennis Center uh, this Saturday, February 18th. The women's and men's teams are going to be playing the Brock Badgers at 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. respectfully. And the women's hockey team will be playing in Guelph. And the volleyball teams will be playing again on Saturday, February 18th at the St. Dennis Center. The women's teams and men's teams will be playing Trent at 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. respectfully. So the women's teams at 6 p.m. and men's at 8 p.m. Now I'm going to backtrack a little bit. I just mentioned that the Windsor TSC have two individuals named for Westby Awards here, uh, which are the Windsor Essex Sports Persons of the Year Awards. I'm reading an article here on the WindsorStar.com, which actually mentions Kristen Lawrence, who is a guest on our show back in September. Uh, It reads here that Kristen Lawrence and Logan Holmes grew up together, and on Monday the duo made history as the 12th annual Westby Award nominations were revealed. Lawrence is the first athlete to ever be nominated in three categories top female athlete, top female soccer athlete, and top female hockey athlete of the year. While Holmes is the first athlete to be nominated for two major awards. He's up for the male athlete of the year, along with the Mickey Reno Captain's Award. A listing of all the nominees for every category can be found on the WindsorStar.com. It's a very long list, and I'm looking forward to see uh, who comes out on top, and we will be talking about it here on the show. We also want to give a shout-out to LaSalle's own Kylie Mass, who was named OUA Female Athlete of the Week Monday after another record-setting performance at the Conference Swim Championship. The third-year student for the University of Toronto Blues, Mass swept the 50-meter, 100-meter, and 200-meter backstroke events and broke her own records in the 50- and 200-meter backstroke. Kylie has had quite the outstanding year, yet alone her entire career. Uh, This past summer, she took part in the Olympics over in Rio and just killed it, along again with FINA here right in Windsor, which took place in uh, December, just this past December. She took home a lot of medals in those two uh, events. So congratulations to her. She's continuing her success. We'll talk a little bit of MMA news as we normally do. Um, Coming up on February 25th next weekend, we have Maple City Cage Fighting 5, MCC 5, uh, taking place in Chatham at the Chatham Banquet Hall. They have about, I think, up to 15 bouts already announced. They have three kickboxing fights, two, or sorry, one jujitsu fight, and the rest are all uh, sanctioned MMA amateur bouts. Two title fights will be topping this event. Noah Crosswell of Crosswell MMA will be taking on Matt the Pitbull Dawson of CK Combat for the 135 pound, sorry, 135 pound title in the men's division. Uh, that being your co-main event, our main event is for the vacant 125-pound women's title. Natia the Heartbreaker Biasin from Jocelyn's MMA is going to be taking on Windsor's own Megan Owen from Central Combat Sports. All four of these individuals uh, have been on MCC events in the past and have earned their spot onto this card fighting for the title. I am personally looking forward to seeing this. And get your tickets uh, if you're interested because they are almost all gone. I think the only tickets left are general admission seats, which are $30 each. You can find them on their website, maplecitycagefighting.com, or their Facebook, which will take you to the event page to buy the tickets. Speaking of Central Combat Sports, they are going to be holding a seminar on March 4th, 2017, uh, located right next to Lozon Landing on Lozon Road. Daniel Valverde of MMA Masters is going to be making the trip down to Windsor to teach a three-hour seminar. Everybody is welcome to come and train with one of the world's best. It's $80 in advance or $100 at the door. This is going to be the fourth seminar that I've taken part of, 
and I can say that $80 is worth the first hour and a half alone, yet alone three hours. So if you are uh, into martial arts, training martial arts, uh, jiu-jitsu specifically, and you want to come and try this, feel free to contact Central Combat Sports on Facebook or Twitter, and they'll be happy to answer all your questions. And Border City Wrestling is going to be holding their big event at the St. Clair College Gym on March 25th, 2017. Uh, they always hold big events there that draw a lot of people, usually up to a 1,000 or more. And they're going to be bringing in some big names like WWE's own Billy Gunn, Hornswoggle, um, Colt Cabana, who is well-known on the independent wrestling circuit, as well as Moose, and uh, Shane Douglas, the first ever ECW champion, all going to be part of this event. They haven't announced any matches yet, but... I'm sure they will soon, and I'll be breaking it down here on the show. Uh, here on Win City Sports, I'll also be talking about Maple City Cage Fighting. I should be attending that one, so I'll be able to break down all the fights here on the show, as well as the wrestling like we normally do. Uh, but that's pretty much it for Win City Sports today. We're going to begin to wrap things up. It is February 16th, 2017. We're here every Thursday on CGM Live at 8 p.m. Replays on Wednesdays at 4. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle on Twitter is at Sport. Uh, on Facebook, you can search Win City Sports and you should find us. Our page is called Win City Sports on CJAM or go to facebook.com slash Sports. Same with SoundCloud. You can just go to soundcloud.com slash Sports or simply search us in the search engine if you have the app. There you can listen and download every single show that Win City Sports has ever put out dating back to June 2nd, 2016. Or you can listen on cjam.ca, which has the last uh, six or seven episodes on there for listen and download you go to cjam.ca click on programming click on schedule click on thursday and find win city sports at the 8 p.m slot we will be back here next week at 8 p.m thursday on cjam with jimmy l turk and julianne milling of the women's volleyball team over at st Clair college next week they are going to begin their playoffs uh next friday the 25th so we're going to be hearing from both of them uh next week here on win city sports so tune into that next week. But thank you to everyone for listening and supporting CGM, supporting Win City Sports. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And thank you to Darren Banks for taking the time to do the interview again. Uh, always good to catch up with some former Windsor athletes. As I mentioned, he's in Las Vegas uh, running his restaurant slash hotel. He's actually brought in some local Windsor bands, Guitar Army, to play there, which is pretty cool. Give them some recognition on a big stage over in Las Vegas. But that's it for today, folks. Until next week, peace!
Your mama's home, we can bring it, we ain't got no shame. 